Welcome to the Loudest Podcast. I'm your host, Asterios Kovados. With me is my co-host, Sriracha. Hello. It's the Loudest Podcast, honey. We're doing it. I've heard that. That's why I have these protective headphones. <laughs> okay. What did I explain to you about what this podcast is? Uh, you said, Sriracha, your stupid bird show is axed. We're spending too much time doing it, and so I'm going to combine it with my shows, and you get 30 seconds to talk about birds, and then you hit me. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I'm glad that that got, that got increasingly unbelievable over time <laughs> and not left. Look. We do too many shows. We get it. We get it. I still want to do pork chatter for patrons. They deserve uh, it. Well, I, well, honestly, I do too. But um, well, well, let me tell you what I'm thinking here, and then let me and then let me know what you think. Is tell that me. Cool? Yes. All right. So it's like it is very confusing to explain all of this to normal people. To be like, there's a podcast factory, and when you go there. Every week there might be a different podcast, and one week it might be about the birds from Star Wars from a girl who hasn't seen Star Wars, and then another week we might be like giving advice to like a 15-year-old Scandinavian kid where we're telling him to bring a gun into school, but we're not telling him to bring a gun into school. You, you, you get the problem, right? No, I, I get the problem. Okay, so we're doing a sh- now we're just going to do one show every week called The Loudest Podcast. High-dollar patrons... And watch it live because they have been supporting me for way too long and i gotta do something for these guys every patron will get it early everybody will get it every week the loudest podcast on this show we'll talk about star trek we'll give advice to kids we'll talk about the porgs but now it's just one show am i making sense yeah no i get you it's a- do you like this idea? I like this idea. I just don't know how I feel about you canceling my podcast. <laughs> I'm not. I Well, okay. First off, I was going to suggest that you take Pork Chatter solo. Like so, like solo a Star Wars story? Yes. I see you know about Star Wars. And blasted into space and never to be seen again. No, 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 no. It, 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 make it a critical and fan success like Solo was. (laughs) Wait, why are you laughing? Because what I know about Star Wars only extends through Porgs and Solo bad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Look, I've never seen Solo. People don't like Solo. But it's just like, you could start your own Patreon. Like, I already have an RSS feed that's just for Pork Chatter. Like, this could be your time to escape the loud, all-consuming... This we'll see. <laughs> oh, okay, just think about it. I'll do. I want. I've been wanting to do another episode with Nick Rikita, so maybe that maybe that'll be my time to show. <laughs> Where you do bird law? <laughs> I want to talk about birds on airplanes and whether or not it's legal. Because man, it seems I have been doing a lot of research about birds and can you take a bird on your carry on? Because you were talking about bringing the bird like getting a bird right i was talking about a getting a bird b bringing the bird on tour exactly and the tour would probably consist of an airplane ride at some point and i don't i don't think that you can put a bird in the where they put the check luggage because it's too cold no we would no. you can't check a pet they die here's the thing here's the thing about um birds on airplanes it is legal it is legal in the absolute most I don't know, even know if there's a word to describe it, but it's legal on paper, but the it's like a catch-22 because the 
qualifications that your bird needs to meet to be able to go on your carry-on are very high (laughs) and very strict. Please. Well, wait. Everything we do has to be a segment now because you could sell segments. Okay. So you want to call this bird bird talk with Sriracha? Welcome to projecting about parakeets. (laughs) Welcome to pettering about parakeets. I'm sorry. Welcome to, if you can think of a word, pattering, pattering about, welcome to parakeet patter. See how I workshop that in real time? This is great, you are, this is great, by the way. I love everything you're doing. <gasps> what are you doing? Okay. I'm, I know, I'm moving the light. I know it's different. I'm moving the light so I can it's see your eyes. It's different. I know, I'm sorry. I know it's different. I know it's different. Okay, so here's some qualifications that your bird has to be, to be on your carry-on, right? Okay. The bird needs to remain silent for the duration of the flight. What's the punishment for this? They throw it, they flush it yeah, down the What are they going to do? Toilet? Throw it out the window? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, oh, we all love bird songs until we don't pick something, humanity. Man, I got dicked. I got dicked real hard. Delta Airlines for the first time fucked me at the gate. Um, tell me all about this, please. Let me tell you. Oh, guys. by the way, if I'm ever not looking at you, it's because I'm fiddling with audio shit. Well, if I'm ever not looking at you, it's because I'm looking at myself at this. Case. Okay, great. Yeah, just like a little bird. When you get a bird in a mirror, it no longer needs other birds. I got fucked so hard. Let me tell you. Tell me. So I got this down to a science. What you do? Uh, here's how to how to get on an airplane. Without paying for extra carry-on. Works 99% of the time. Listening. You just bring your gigantic carry-on. And then you... (laughs) (laughs) Just bring it. Just bring it. (laughs) (laughs) That's step one and the last step. It's the first and last step is just bring it. They're not going to argue with you. Bring it up to the gate. And then they always do this thing. They say, we're on a full flight today. So we're offering to check your carry-on for free. And then you load up whatever you want in your backpack, and then you stick, you offer to check it for free. And then you get the added bonus of not having to lug your gigantic carry-on around. But they stopped me. They stopped me for the first time ever at the gate, and they were like, you have two carry-ons. You need to consolidate these. I saw that. I was not happy about it. I did get through. Okay. I am going to... I'm sorry. I need to go grab my cup of coffee. While I grab it, can you tell people about the one time that you decided to pull a Joey from Friends with respect to your clothing? Yes, but make it incredibly fast. I'm I'm looking. Why would you start the show if you're. I get stressed. I get worried. Look, look, I'm I'm coming right back. And now I'm back. Look, I'm having a bath. Welcome back. Okay, thank you. Welcome to 30 seconds of meditation with Sriracha. We're going to do a. Well, Asterios leaves again. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right. Tell them about the thing you did, because I love that. It's not very funny. It's it, a- well, now well now it certainly isn't. You guys ever fly Frontier? It's like, uh, I, I like how honest they are about how bad they're going to fuck you. Like, we don't give a shit. They have their flight. This is the same thing as Spirit Airlines. They have their flight attendants run their tight 10 <laughs> when you're sitting down. It's like, we know. We know you're here because you don't have any money. Or you're not expecting Ritz-Carlton service. But um, they, I, got, I got away with my little trick when I was going to New Orleans. And then on the way back, uh, they were yelling at people and measuring their carry-ons. So I had to put all my clothes on under my coat. Sweating my balls off. Okay. Now look. Now look. 
Now let me tell you how to tell this story properly. Welcome to Mansplaining. Mansplaining Minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, perfect. Thank you. And now it's time for another Asterios Coconos <laughs> Mansplainer Minute. Sriracha, they were trying to get her to, like, check her bag and pay an extra $25. $50 at the gate. It's $50 at the gate because they know these fucking boomers aren't going to read the, uh, the rules beforehand because they're used to just screaming and shitting their pants and getting whatever they want. From so they Delta. You have to pay two times the amount to check your bag before you go through security. Yes. Yes. It, it, with, with these spirit places, it's like if you buy a checked bag on the internet, it's $25. If you check your bag at the airport, at the at the airport it's thirty five. If you check your bag at the gate, it's fifty. They just they they'll just fuck you. So what Sriracha did to avoid paying this fifty dollar upcharge, because she was trying to be a sneaky two bag at Pete, was <laughs> she literally put every article of cloth of clothing she owned on at once like a super suit. And she did it right in front of the flight attendants. And she was like, fuck you. I'm not I'm not carrying on two bags. So she's wearing eight blouses, 12 pairs of pants, five scarves. She looks like, she looks like the goddamn abominable snowman. See, that's how you tell the story. I had to tie a bunch of the pants around my waist because I felt like I was going to rip them. <laughs> so I, in addition to sweating my balls off, I was also pregnant. Did you do that or did you have eight periods? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Oh, in the 90s, girls would tie things around their waist to hide their period. Do you not know to about this? To hide their period? I'm sorry, what? I don't... I why, why would you need to hide your period? Did they not have tampons in the 80s? I don't I don't know why. I'm telling you, this was just didn't happen in the 90s. If a girl was on her period, she would take like a sweater and tie it around herself. I guess to like distract from bloating something. Oh, um, I, that one's totally lost on me. Okay. There you go. That's a joke for you guys. Okay, I'm going to look to the YouTube chat. YouTube chat, back me up on this. Girls in the 90s did do that. Everyone in the YouTube chat saying, Asterius, they did. Asterius, you're right. Asterius, you're handsome. Asterius, you're beautiful. You're a very good-looking girl. You're very good-looking storyteller. Love you. Oh, oh my God. Okay, we have our first call-in guest. Bonitis and Dream Keepers. Sriracha, here's what they did. They made a Japanese sex pillow of me, but it's not just me. I'm a furry. Oh, no, that's a bad combination. <laughs> and what they did was they painted this and they're selling the painting so that I could get money for the Asterios Coconuts legal offense fund. How does that sound to you, Sriracha? I mean, in theory, that sounds like a great plan. <laughs> Okay, and in practice, an even better one? I can't wait to see this artwork. Okay, now, Bonitis and Dreamkeeper, say hello. Hello. Okay, your connections are both terrible, each worse than the last. So I'm just going to talk over you, but thank you so much for making this art. Now, Bonitis and Dreamkeepers, I have yet to see this art. Sriracha's okay. going to open it for the first time live on air, and then she will describe to me what she's seeing. How does that sound, using as few syllables as possible? Good. <laughs> it's good? Yes. Great. Okay. Yeah. Sriracha. Yes. Open the furry, docky, Asterios <laughs> sex charity art. Here I go. In three, two, two one. one. Art. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Well, I have opened the file. Okay. 
What do you see? Do you want to guess what color you are? I am going to guess bright red, like that red plaid shirt I like to wear. You're wrong. (laughs) You are. Am I supposed to? Am I supposed to describe it? Or yeah, yeah, just, just, just paint a picture with your emotions and words. Oh, okay. Well, um, beautiful, beautiful, muscular. Muscular. They, I could tell whoever painted this spent a lot of time on each individual muscle, which I appreciate. I think the person that painted this took some type of anatomy class. Um, not thrilled about how big the ears are. <laughs> how big are these ears? They're about the size of your head. What does that mean in the furry community? And by the way, I put these guys in time out because their connections are just They're rancid. just awful. It's just yeah. the worst. Do big ears in the furry community, maybe that means like... He's got a big heart. Maybe I don't know much about furries because I'm not one. But this is truly an, a masterpiece, I would say. Your dick, your dong, is like three feet long. So that is—I mean, you definitely can't show this on YouTube. <laughs> okay. I think the person that ends up owning this art will be cherish cherishing it and pass it down from generation to generation over the age of 18 of course okay now i have another question am i now i asked for this art to be depraved i said depravity cells i said i want i want i want to be exhausted if you know what i mean i mean i'm exhausted just looking at this okay is there any evidence of any activity. Do you know what I'm saying? Is anybody... No, I don't know what you're saying. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find a way to say this in an appropriate way. There is none. <laughs> okay. Am I... Am I in the middle of the act? Or... Let me let me look at this picture. You, you know, it's, it's like... How close to the finale am i in this art very far away it looks like you're i don't know how animal penises work but your 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 penis is out but it doesn't seem like you're doing anything with it it's just kind of here am i holding it no you're not touching it but you have claws (laughs) okay which is the penis like is it ready to go you know what I'm saying, or it's, is or is this a or is this a, a beauty at rest? It looks like a beauty at rest, actually. What, really? Yeah. So I'm three feet rested, which That's means true. I'm six feet excited. See, I don't know how these. Wo- oh wait, hang on. I've just flipped to another view. Wait, wait. Is this an animated pillow? No, there's uh, multiple angles of the pillow, and I can't. I wish I knew what animal you were, because. It seems to be a mix between a koala and a hawk of some kind. A hawkwala? A kawak? Did they invent a new animal just for you? Because it looks great. I'm way down for that. Okay. We're bringing these guys back. We're going to ask them some questions. Some questions with very short answers. Okay. Bonitis and Dreamkeepers. And mostly Bonitis, if I'm being honest. Dreamkeepers, your connection sucks. Unlike your art, which rules... It's great. What? (laughs) Thank you. What animal am I? I have yet to see this yet, by the way. I'm entirely operating off of Sriracha's description. What animal am I? Koala. I'm a koala. Why does he have claws? Do koalas have claws? Do they? They have have wolverine talons. Do they? Oh, man, I didn't know that. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. If a koala gets around you, you're dead. Like... 
They're very slow moving, but they have the grip strength of a Mack truck. Really? Also high all the time. They're high all the time on eucalyptus leaves, just like me, Asterios Coconut. And they all have <laughs> chlamydia. They all have what? Chlamydia? They all have, cl- unlike Asterios Coconuts. I hope not. I don't have chlamydia. I'm clean, baby. I'm clean. Have you ever had chlamydia? No, I've never had any STI. Me neither. Well, unless you count a urinary tract infection. I've had like a million of those, but I don't think that's an STI. That's your fault. You can get those without. Oh, okay. That's true. Bonitis, Dreamkeeper. Give me the website where people can listen to watch your things and follow you and plug your Twitter and go. (laughs) All right. I'll get out of here. Um, I'm just at Bonitis. That's how you can find me. Just uh, at Bonitis on Twitter. That's B-O-N-E-I-T-I-S. And if you want to find me, I'm uh, DreamkeepersComic.com. Oh, DreamkeepersComic.com. Bonitis, much like the disease that the executive from the GoGo 80s had in the episode of Futurama. I think that was Ligma. That is where I got that name almost over a decade ago. Wait, what did you say, Sriracha? I'm pretty sure that was Ligma. What's Ligma? Uh. (laughs) Ligma ball. God damn you! Okay. (laughs) Bonitis and Dreamkeepers. Now, look, I'm going to do a lot more talking at you, and, and I hope you don't mind that. Because I definitely don't want to hear you say yes or no, because that will ruin everything. But, <laughs> but I, and keepers, I just want to say a couple. I want to say thank you for making this art. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna open it right now. Actually, I've yet, to, I've never seen this art. This art was done back in August. It's currently January. Stereo's docky <laughs> front. Oh, he included censored and uncensored versions. Oh, wow, that's really good. But I, if you censor this, I think half of the art will be cut. <laughs> Okay, Docky, <laughs> front. Oh! I told you. <laughs> oh, what's happening? <laughs> no! Yay. No, oh! I zoomed in it. way too close. I actually zoomed in right on the... <laughs> I told you, isn't Big this penis cock? truly yeah. confusing? Oh, wait, why is it... What, what size are koalas' penises in real life? Do they even have them? I, they must like that. animals, right? He's just holding on to a penis, though. Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. There are multiple penises the in thing, this. The th- okay, okay, here's one of the things I don't like about this. He's just got, like, a free-floating penis. He's just holding on to a penis, like it, but it's not his penis. But the penis isn't attached to any... Unless he's got two dicks... I mean, no, I think that's a free-floating penis. But what if the balls are coming out of his stomach? I mean, that's a possible... Anything is possible in furry art. I don't... Oh! Yes. <laughs> I... Okay. Let's just focus on his expression for a second. Love the expression. Sriracha, what do you think of just the... the? He's so pleased with himself. Yeah, that's what. That's <laughs> one of the things I really like about this. Like, I can feel the positive energy coming from this pornographic drawing <laughs> yeah I, yeah i do have to say he's just like he's not like i'm being naughty he's not like i'm being bad he's just like this is me i'm having a blast with all these dicks he's also by the way laying in a he's laying in a pool full of dicks <laughs> did you yeah. notice that just a gigantic puddle of cocks he's in like a swimming pool but there's no water in the pool it's only dicks it you may recognize say, some. It does say patreon.com slash stereos at the bottom, which I do love. Yeah, you gotta just... This is a great advertising venue. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go to the back now. Let's see how... Oh! 
The back is even better, in my opinion. Oh, well, thank you. You can see some of his balls from the back. <laughs> That's kind of convenient. This guy's got a muscular... Do I have a muscular back? Yes, you do. That's what I liked about it. Remember I said how... Look at each individual muscle. It's really like I can tell that lo- this was made with love. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Bless Sorry, you. Sorry, I'm allergic to perfs. Whoa. <laughs> The, the thing about these feet is he's got those koala feet hands. This guy could this guy could put a dick in each hand, a dick in each foot. You could put a dick in his butt, a dick in his mouth. One, two, three, four, five. This guy can handle six dicks. And that's to say nothing of what he could probably do between his thighs. And his ears. <laughs> what? Wait, these are big ears. Eight, nine. This is a nine dick jockey. I hope there's a way that we could communicate to the people watching. Like, I, I, I obviously, I know you can't show this on YouTube. No, no, you can't. We will put this up. Wait, we're not allowed to put this on Patreon, are we? We'll get kicked off of you Patreon. Can. No, you can put it on Patreon. But isn't there literal porn on Patreon or no? Oh, yeah. There oh, is? yeah. Okay. Isn't there? I All thought right. there was. Patreon's been on there for years, and it's mostly porn. Okay, so. this will be on Patreon.com slash Stereos. It will yeah, be okay. over eighteen. You've got to be over eighteen to open it. No kids allowed. No kids in. No kids in the, in this pool, which is just a pool of dicks. <laughs> we got to figure out. All right, I will figure out some way to legally get this to you, the viewer. Bonitis and Dreamkeepers. Thank you guys so much. This is really nice of you to do this. I mean, it's disgusting, but it was a lot of fun to work on. Um, <laughs> and the art is unironically pretty good. Yeah, the, the art is really good, is the thing. Oh, yeah. And look, you know what? Plenty of stuff is disgusting, but we still love it. Yeah, like sriracha mayonnaise. Yeah, exactly. I love that stuff. Or, uh, you know, there's that scene in The Shining where they open up the elevator and there's just a bunch of blood in there. That's pretty gross. But That's true. everyone loves The Shining. And oh, it's a piece of American art. James Franco. James Franco's disgusting, but we all love him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much. You can follow Bonitis at Twitter, twitter.com slash Bonitis. Dreamkeepers, you're at dreamkeepercomic.com. What is it again? Correct. You got it right. Dreamkeepercomic.com. Thank you guys so much. All right. Problem, man. I'm going to thank you guys better off air, too. But thank you guys. Oh, okay. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah. What do you think of the first episode of uh, the Loudest Podcast? I think it's great. Are we going to do more uh, Kills Kid? Yeah, we could do some Kills a Kid or we could do some Birds and Budgies. Do you have a preference? Uh, let's do Kills a Kid because I need to flesh out uh, Need for Seed 2, Too Fast, Too Fluffy a little bit more. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's do some Asterios Kills a Kid. We will be right back. Yeet. All right, let me save this down. We're still on the air, by the way, just to let you know. Okay. Um, Loudest 2. I'm realizing I should probably save everything. Yeah, oh it. no. What happened earlier? Did it just the overwhelming power of the animal dicks <laughs> it, crash your computer? It was. The timing was impeccable. <laughs> like, I hit download, all of a sudden, OBS crashes, Audacity crashes, your, everything crashes. Your computer was even like, no way. We are back for our final segment of the first episode of the Loudest Podcast. America's most technically difficult podcast. Hashtag we're trying. We're trying. Oh, that's what I want to say about 2019. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. I'm trying.
I get it. Oh, everyone's got podcasts and they all sound great and they work so hard. <laughs> they all sound great. I'm trying. I'm sorry, what? I'm on Twitch now a lot. We're doing this every week. I'm doing Boomer versus Zoomer. You can't say I'm not trying. I may be failing, but at least I'm trying. Sriracha, can't you tell that I'm trying? I think you are doing a great job. You really think so? Today and in general. Do you yeah. really think so? Uh, yes, I know we've been plagued with technical difficulties, but we've managed to overcome them. Okay. And listen, listen, nothing works on the first try. It's like they say at uh, Disney World, you can't build a roller coaster without beheading a couple customers. Wow! Okay, well, if it's good enough for Disney, it's good enough for me. Exactly. Because, look, I'm 37. I spent my whole 20s not trying. My whole 20s. I'd wake up, I'd get high, I'd go eat one of those burritos that they put the French fries in. I lived in L.A. Oh, damn. Those are good. Yeah, the California-style burritos are great. And people would be like, oh, do my show. I would do stand-up. But, but I, was, I wasn't really engaged in life. Let me ask, speaking of engaged in life, let me ask you a question. Sure. Something I was having an argument with the other. I use, if I, I tell you, imagine a California cheeseburger. What comes to your mind? A California cheeseburger is... A cheeseburger with a baby in it that a high babysitter made. That's fucking no! What are you talking about? What is that a reference to? It's a because reference I was to the Simpsons. To somebody yesterday, and somebody said the same thing to me. To me, yes. If you go to a restaurant and yes. you order a California cheeseburger, yes. you will get a cheeseburger with cheese, lettuce, tomato, and avocado on it. Yes, that is what a California cheeseburger is. Yes, I don't know what the shit you and everyone else on the planet is talking about. Okay, well, it, there's an episode of The Simpsons, famous. Uh, well, okay. There's a famous, or do you know the famous urban legend of the babysitter that got high and then put the kid in the microwave? Is that one of those, like, this is your brains on drugs? Yes. Type thing? Yeah, I think I've heard that before. Yeah. So, when you get the munchies. <laughs> you eat a baby? <laughs> you, you have a California cheeseburger, bro, which is a baby. That's where you put the baby. You accidentally put the baby in the cheeseburger. I'm trying to think of the stupidest thing I've done while high that would even approach that. Uh Murder? They would even approach us snuffing out a baby life? No, I, I didn't say it was going to get close, but I said <laughs> I was going to try to approach. <laughs> it's like when I say I'm going to try to go to the gym, that I don't go for a week. You went yesterday. That's true. I'm on a two-day streak. And how many times did I go yesterday? You went twice yeah, yesterday? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't know. Yesterday, I went to the gym, got home. Shiraja starts doing the, the, you were on Rackets' podcast last night. Yeah, uh-huh. I was on uh, Lost Planning. We did uh, the last chapter of Russell Greer's book. It's over? Yeah, and you know, I'm not having real positive thoughts about this lawsuit. Not in like the general, this is, he's not going to get his $100 billion from Taylor Swift because of course he's not. I think he's going to drop it. I think he's going to refuse to serve her correctly because the, the judge in the last, uh, so he's been tri flailing and failing. Would you mind taking it from the top with this Russell Greer yeah, thing for okay. people who don't know? Of course. Uh, Russell Greer is a crazy person who has been, whose favorite hobbies include eating cereal, getting fired from jobs, and suing uh, pop stars. Uh, his big thing for the last two years, his big long crusade, has been suing Taylor Swift because he sent a bunch of he said he made a song. 
for Taylor Swift, right? And it was called, I get you Taylor Swift. And it was like, Taylor Swift, I love you. You're inspirational. So he tried to send it to her and his, her agents, he uses the word cock blocked (laughs) him. Okay. But what they actually did was politely explain the concept of a no unsolicited, unsolicited works policy. Mm -hmm. And he comes back with no your unsolicited policy is not valid because I'm not trying to get her to do the song. I am trying to give it to her as a gift. And so the agents, and and this, if you read, this is all detailed in his book, Why I Suit Taylor Swift. It is so frustrating to read about this, not because the agents are doing anything wrong, but because they are being so insanely patient. With this man. So they, one of the agents even calls him at one point and explain, uh, he didn't answer the phone, so we've been treated to the voicemail. He's like, hey, this is Jay. Um, I just wanted to reiterate what we said. Uh, we really hope that your song finds an audience, but unfortunately, there are legal things in blah, blah, blah. Taylor Swift writes all her own music, blah, blah, blah. So he gets mad, tries a bunch of other outlets, uh, which includes sending the song to Taylor Swift's brother and mother and excessively sending gifts so at some point he threatens to sue her he or no he does sue her he files a lawsuit because she he believes that she has a duty to live up to her public like her public persona is that she's this kind giving person who goes to proms with pimple-faced teenagers and crashes weddings of her fans and she would not accept his song so clearly she hates the disabled because he has a he's missing a nerve in his face and he has a disability so he sues and obviously that gets kicked out just just real quick now Taylor Swift would have no way to know he was disabled right I mean up until this point he's just sent her a song a million times like He's physically disabled. Like, if you look at a picture of him, he, he is, uh, like, some problems with lip or something. Um, I mean, I would agree with you that the song does not mention that, but he also made a 20-minute-long YouTube video talking about, which I am sure Taylor Swift did not ever see. <laughs> so, so uh, moot point there. Okay. Have you heard this song? I have. Is this song any good i have listened to it so many times i think i have the lyrics memorized can you sing a little bit of it uh wait let me i'm trying to think of how it starts can't imagine being 15 and waiting for romeo on that white horse could you believe it was a love story and if you didn't wait where's the rhymes if you can't tell if you're not a t-swizzle fan um He's cleverly sewing in the words of her songs from her first album, the titles. Okay. So like White Horse, 15. Where's the rhyme, though? There are none. There's no rhymes in this song? No. He does say at one point, walking out of each law firm, looking for my saving grace, hiding my rejected face. <laughs> Which is funny because his face has been rejected by God. Oh, God! Okay. <laughs> well, now we're going to get sued by this guy, too. Do you ever worried about? Do you ever worry about you and Rackets getting sued? But I mean, this guy clearly—if he's willing to sue Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande—I don't think he'll have any compunction suing you and uh, and within the law, Macaw. 
<laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Russell's modus operandi. Russell follows a very bizarre, very specific modus operandi where he sues only attractive women. Well, and uh, I don't see, and I don't think I am attractive enough for Russell because he has went out of his way to say that he is a ten out of ten, and he needs a ten out of ten, like Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift or Farrah Abram, or Kiara the hooker that he I'm sued. Not, I'm not. No. This is offensive. You are hot enough to be sued by Russell Greer. I will. I'm going to put this out there in public. If I see, I don't think he would sue Rackets because I think he knows that uh, above the law macaw, <laughs> within the law macaw, <laughs> within the law macaw, I don't remember. Within the law macaw has the legal chucks to bitch slap him back into small club back into the costco where he bought his budget cereal from but i will put this out there if russell sues me i will fly to utah and represent myself in small claims court oh speaking of the law i'm going to law school no you're fucking not shut up well hold well wait let me let me roll this out go ahead i'm considering going to law school for spite i'm considering going to law school and becoming a lawyer as fast as possible in order to represent myself in further dealings with Team Maddox. What's the biggest problem we've run into so far? Money. I don't have the money it takes to countersue this guy. So take a lot of money to countersue this guy. I am now out of money for, like, I am now spending more money than we've made in the GoFundMe on sanctions. Like, We've made about $9,000 of the GoFundMe. The battle for sanctions has cost more than that because they keep pushing the thing and pushing it and we get a new lawyer and every fucking time something has to be rescheduled, God, all that money disappears. Every time he has to uh, contact one of the other lawyers. Yeah, to- God damn it, Ramos. Yeah, uh, he had to fucking retire. So it's like, so I'm thinking... Stereos Coconuts, attorney at law. What do you think? I think that the only reason you said this is because I confided in you that I was kicking around the idea of taking the LSATs, and you're like, oh, your thing? Nah, now it's my thing. Oh, uh, you can't. Law school can't be your thing. Yes, you can't it can. own law school. Wait, did you even think about it before I said no. that I was thinking about it? You exactly. Did. You told me that at the you told me that at the bar after the live show after Boomer Zoomer. And Zimmer. then suddenly you were like, hmm, this is a good idea. What if I took that idea and I said it was my idea? <laughs> I never said it was my idea. I never said that. All I said is, I'm considering going to law school. I would be a better lawyer than you. I would finish law school before you. I would pass the bar before you. You know why? You want to go to law school because you're. Not, I'm not sure what to do with my life. I'm a hot girl in her early 20s in New York City. Ever heard of the 1994 show Felicity? That's me. I'm Felicity. Me? I'm powered by pure spider rage. Hey, I'm gonna, you want to make a public bet right now? Sure. Take a public bet. I okay. bet you... One hundred dollars uh-huh. that I will score fifty points, at least a minimum of fifty points higher. Wait, no, how? I don't know how the LSATs are scored. Thirty points higher than you on the LSATs. Deal. Okay, if you score twenty nine points higher than me, I get a hundred dollars. And if I score th- it, and if I score thirty points higher than you, you give me five hundred dollars. Deal. All right. If you manage to score thirty points higher than me, I will give you five hundred dollars. Okay. Great. Now you'll notice she's handicapping this for her 
dumb boomer boyfriend literally giving me five to one odds. Because and I don't think you even way, know great. how this is scored. Did you see how the very good lawyering I just did right <laughs> what there? What did you do? <laughs> you started out in one position. Now I've anchored the whole negotiation in another place. Now it's all upside no downside. Stereos, Coke, Nose, Spite Incorporated, Attorney Law. Okay. <laughs> How can you not be excited for me going to law school with you? Which school are you thinking of going to? I'm not telling me you. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to John Jay, baby. I'm going I'm to John kick Jay. your ass. I'm going to kick your ass so hard in the test taking venue. Look. Metaphorically, I'm going to clean your fucking clock, buddy. You're going to get your clock cleaned so hard. It won't be able to tell time. She's a lawyer. I'm also a lawyer. We're both lawyers and we're suing Maddox. I don't even know if I want to go. Definitely. I don't even know if I can go. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. If I take the LSATs and you don't, any score I get will be 30 points higher than you. Oh, no. I will take the LSATs for no other reason than to kick your ass. I'll take the LSATs right now. It's $200. They run it six times a year. Well, can we... Take like the fun, the practice, the PSATs, the, the practice PSATs? LSATs. Yeah. Is you that did a thing? That. Yeah, they have. There's tons of practice at, uh, tests online. Let's just get an app. Nap? All right. I have the app. We're do- oh, oh, Little Miss, my phone works. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your phone's fucking broken. My phone's broken because <laughs> I bought a case. It didn't fit. I returned the case while waiting for the new case. I dropped my phone. Why don't you have a screen protect like this glass thing? You don't have like this glass the thing. thing? No, I don't yeah. have the thing. You gotta buy them. You could get like forty of them for a dollar. I'll get it now. I'll get it. I'll do it now. No, it's okay. I did that. I've I've had that same fuck up like three times, and before I learned, <laughs> I'm switching to T-Mobile. By the way, you're on Cricket. I'm on Cricket. All right, I'm switching to. I can't. I don't have Verizon money anymore. It doesn't matter when you're in the city. Like, we, we will get the best reception in the entire universe in New York City. We can have... That's true. We can have fucking Boost Mobile if we want it. We'll still get service, and it's right. cheap. What's the... What's the worst... What's, like, the worst one I could get? Is there Probably one that's mobile. just called, like, American Wireless? Eagle Communications? Oh, Jitterbug. G- oh! We got the jitterbug from my dad. Does he like it? He didn't like it. He didn't like it? Why? Dad, he I don't know why, but he didn't like it. My dad keeps seeing the commercial with the jitterbug, and he's like, I want the jitterbug by the jitterbug. <laughs> it's like, these commercials do work on old people. He saw the jitterbug commercial so many times. He gets the jitterbug. He didn't like it. My mom has to buy his cell phone every time from eBay. My dad only likes this one kind of ancient Nokia flip flown with giant buttons, and he keeps accidentally like dropping his phone into chemicals, like the chemicals <laughs> he works of with, paint, but like buckets of paint, buckets of stain, um, like you know, in the garage, like he has all this like shit. He's all this shit. He's all these fucking. I think my dad might be running like a meth lab or something. That's all fucking hilarious. And you know why? Because my dad is the exact same thing. He has this phone that I think most kids these days, see how I'm segueing. Kids these days would not even recognize as a cell phone because it doesn't even flip. It's like this big and it's plastic 
and it is a burner phone. Okay. And you cannot buy them anywhere. So my mom has been having to buy them off of eBay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> exact same thing is happening. Exact same. Because you can't get a burner phone that doesn't have a screen on it. A, a touch screen. No, dude. Like, even if you go to the mobile stores, they don't sell them anymore right. because you can't charge them for data packages. So the stores are like, fuck this. First of all, nobody wants them. Second of all, you can't bill them $200 a month for data. So why are we even carrying this shit? Wow. Our dads. I bet our dads would actually get along pretty well. I bet our dads would like end up robbing a really difficult to rob bank really uh i was gonna say are you gonna say liquor store because i think my dad's got that one covered already <laughs> all right well speaking of kids let's get to asterios kills a kid i'm so excited this week we're gonna play some asterios kills a kid our first question comes from michael at age 18 michael writes happy new year asterios my new year's resolution is to have money i'm broke so I want to ask you advice on what I don't need to do to stay broke for the rest of my life. Don't worry. I want to use the money to support you on Patreon. Happy 2019, Asterios and Saracha, Michael, 18. Okay, let me simplify this guy's question. How can this guy save money? How can he make money? He's 18 years old. Hmm. What can we? How can we help this kid out? When I was 18, I was working at Whack Donald's. Wait, was I? Yeah, probably. I, th I think I quit around the time when I was 18 because I worked there all through high school and then I quit when I went to college because I remember when you turn 18, you're allowed to serve alcohol. Oh. And so I went to work at Schmuffle Schmuffle Schmings at some point and then also a very brief stint at Old Navy. <laughs> I, I mean, Schmulch maybe. <laughs> I think, well, when you worked at McDonald's, you saved a lot of money because, A, you were constantly eating McDonald's food for free, right? Yes, that is true. And I did not gain weight working at McDonald's. Let me tell you how. This is the secret. You got to just get a bunch of the grilled chicken patties and just eat them. Don't get the, it's not on the crew meal. Just go back and take some out of the beeping thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, wrestlers do that exact same thing. Like, you know, sometimes there'll be like these documentaries where it's like, ah, oh, we spend all day with a wrestler. I've seen wrestlers do this so many times in these documentaries. They'll go to McDonald's or to Wendy's or, or to Chick-fil-A. They'll just order six grilled chicken patties. No bun, no sauce, no nothing. And they'll just eat them. I mean, why, if you're at home, wouldn't it be more affordable, economic to just make it yourself? Like the only reason I was eating so many of them is because I could just take them for free. <laughs> well, wrestlers eat them on the road. Oh, it's do like they? wrestlers are always on. They're, they're like comedians. Like they're in a different town every night. But that's a good way to save money, Michael, and to not get fat. Get yourself a George Foreman grill. I bet they're like $5 at a Goodwill now, right? Oh, God, lower than that. Yeah. yeah. Go get yourself like a, a George Foreman grill. Buy yourself. Here's what I used to do when I was in, when I was just out of college. I would go to Costco. They sell these like gallon plastic bags of frozen chicken breasts, just like 50 in there for like $10. Mm -hmm. Get yourself a George Foreman grill, kid, Michael. Go get yourself 50 frozen chicken breasts. Get as high as you can. And then associate the munchies with just eating grilled chicken. You'll get protein, you'll save money. Wow, that's really a good idea because you're not only does protein fill you up, but yes. you're also conditioning yourself to want more protein. <laughs> yes, exactly. For example, last speaking of conditioning, last night, four in the morning, I'm awake. 
I'm playing this new video game called Knights of Pen and Paper. It's great. It's amazing. I don't know how I stopped myself from playing it. I was having so much fun playing it. I want to play it now. What's it about? It's just, it's a way to play Dungeons and Dragons without having to have friends. Really? Yes, because <laughs> it's just a game that simulates Dungeons and Dragons. That's so sad. Like, yes, it is. Yes, and I was up till 4 a.m. playing it. <laughs> and I was about to get one of the breakfast burritos, and then I electrocuted myself with my shock watch, and I didn't. I'm proud of you. Conditioning, baby. That's really good. I'm okay. Proud of you. Well, let's give this kid one more money saving tip. You got something? I mean, if you want unironic money advice, don't go to college. <laughs> oh! Don't go to college. That's forever. a mi- kid. <laughs> go to community college. Go to community college. Go to com- please. I'm. I will be out of college debt when I am 41 years old. Oh, let me tell you something. And if you do, got to go to college, like. Go to the fucking cheapest college you can on the face of the planet. I don't care if it's America, the law school of the American Samoa or something. Yes, yes. Just go, go to school in Vietnam. Yes. Their money is worth nothing. Yes. Kid, trust me. Look, I wanted to go to like the fun college. I went to Emerson College because it was like day camp there. It was like fucking day camp there. I, was, I went for film school. Yes, I had some fun with... I made friends. We had adventures. I didn't have any adventures that I couldn't have had just with people I'd met at a bar yeah. or online. Like, I feel like the reason people want to go to college is for like the social scene. It's like, it's fun. It's like being at camp for four years. You live with other kids and you're going around, you're having drinks and this and you're doing this in the dorm and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't like the amount of fun where I should be paying it, it off until I'm 41. I, what do you think? Man, you know what saved my fucking ass? Going to college is uh, paying down the interest on your loans. Yes. Like, you probably aren't going to be making a ton of cash. But, dude, the smartest thing I ever did in my goddamn life was decide to pay down the interest as it accrued. Because I do not have college debt now, thank you. God, and the only reason is because I did not let that interest compound. Well, but the the thing about you is you have worked your ass off your whole life. Even when, when you were in college, you were a cocktail waitress, like, busting your ass, right? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that bar was a fucking mess. I'm so glad they're out of business now. Do you want to tell people about it? Uh, I worked very briefly at a cocktail bar. Um, not going to tell you guys the name because it's irrelevant, but it was... One of the ones where you had to wear the sexy outfits and, oh, God, the clientele there was just a disaster. Just, oh, man, nuts. Didn't the dude give you like $1,000 one yes, day? Yes, because there was a guy, I had a regular, I had a regular who did not seem to accept the fact that I was not a prostitute. <laughs> like, we had dancers, but they weren't strippers because the bar was serving alcohol so you couldn't have strippers and you couldn't it was one of the i don't know you could have like a go-go dance yeah i'm not a goddamn lawyer but there were dancers and apparently some of the dancers were also escorting on the side you weren't supposed to be doing that obviously but they were and there was this one guy that was like can i take you out on a date and that means can i buy you an escort and i'm like no i don't <laughs> nope and he was and every goddamn he would come there weekly when i was working and he would call the place and ask is sarancha working and they would tell him and which is probably not 
a good policy to have. <laughs> but <laughs> I would show up, and then one day he left me a wallet full of just money, like on the table with my name on it. And then a week later, he got arrested for money laundering. And I was like, fuck, what do I do with this? Do I burn it? Because that's what they do in movies. They burn it. It's like, you can't spend it. What? They're going to see him on the cameras. What if they come and arrest me? I never got arrested, but I did buy a bunch of stuff. I just put it in my sock drawer, spent a couple dollars. And it's That's like, how you got to do it. No, and dude, I couldn't even pay my loans with it because he can't deposit it. No. You can't deposit blood money in the bank. You're going to get arrested. No, 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 no. You feed that money into the system a couple of dollars at a time. You wash it in with the rest of your groceries. Getting a drink. Yeah. Going to the movies. Man, I bought my roommate so much sushi that year. That's awesome. <laughs> Speaking of this, one time you got unlimited Arby's for a year. Oh, yeah. That was another good one. Oh, oh, just real quick. Kid, Michael, follow this advice. Start working in a cocktail bar. If you were at a cocktail bar, there'll probably be some like lonely milf who will give you $1,000. It'll be great. And... Here's how to get free Arby's for a year. Yeah, um, my roommate and I, it was a wrong place, wrong time. Or right, very right place, right time. There, We lived very close to a major metropolitan area where they were filming a commercial for Arby's. that I've never seen it. I have no idea if it even aired. But there was a big crowd. One of the establishing shots in this was there was a gigantic crowd. And I walked over to one of, I guess you'd call it a PA yeah. People think um, yeah. we're like, what's going on here? Because they were in front of like a, I don't want to say what it was, but it was like a public, it was like a public building. Yeah. I walked over and I was like, what's going on? The guy's like, oh, we're shooting a commercial. You guys union? We're like, what does that mean? They're like, hey, you want to be in it? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck yeah, sure. So all we had to do was it was like a half day of work where we cheered and we did the, uh, the, the wave. A guy, yeah, before a guy bit into a nice juicy RV sandwich. And then at the end of the commercial, they gave everybody, like, a card that you got free Arby's for a year on it. And it reloaded. Every- well, it wasn't as much Arby's as you could eat. It was like you got 25 bucks a day, which, to be fair, is a fuckload of Arby's. Yes. And then every day it would reset. Yes. Michael, if you see a commercial, you march over there. You say, I'm not union. I'll be in this commercial. Give me free Arby's. Even if it's not an Arby's commercial, Michael, what if you get lucky? Yeah, what if you get something that's actually food? Yes! <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, are you going to shit talk Arby's? I like I am. Arby's. I don't like Arby's. What do, you, what, what do you like off the Arby's menu? Let me ask you this. The, the, the That barbecue brisket smokehouse. Don't tell it anymore. Oh, I'm going to go to Arby's.com. I like Arby's. Uh, I like the curly fries. I, I will admit their curly fries are good. I do not like their. I don't like that. Maybe the reason that I don't like Arby's is because they're doing that thing, that Hello Fellow Kids thing. Where it's like, hey, look at us. We made a drawing of your favorite Nendroid out of ketchup. Eat Arby's. Oh, yes, they do do that. <laughs> where they're like, we made it. a wall out of French fries. The the the, the winter is coming in our frosty cold. Uh, the only Titans we have at our restaurant is the Titanic taste of <laughs> <laughs> our new mint slushies. You 
want to attack that. Okay, that is. True. I will also admit their um their shakes are very good. I don't I, ever hear anybody talking about the shakes from Arby's, but I, I do like them. I was about to bring up the shakes because I know that Arby's has a shake that has so many calories in it. It has like as many calories as a full Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> they have like they have like a two thousand calorie. Shake. I remember that. I forget. I can't for the life of me remember. It was like an Oreo was. cheesecake blast. Yeah. Sonic Sonic went through a hot second where they did a bunch of those yeah. and it was like you could go to Sonic for happy hour and get a gigantic uh, shake for like $3 or something and I went through a very brief stint where I was going to physical therapy for an injury and there was a Sonic right outside of the physical therapy place so every time I would go I would be like just shuffle 2,000 calories into my face. This was when the time when I was exercising, though, so it didn't matter. Yeah, well, it was also the time when you were a teenager, so it didn't matter. Like, all the calories just, like, immediately left well, you. Well, yeah, because I was also... I you mean, were a cheerleader. Uh, yeah, I was exercising, like, six times a week. So. Yeah, you. this girl, she was running marathons and 10Ks and 15Ks and 14 4Ks, and she's a freaking cheerleader. She's throwing people up and down. Were you a thrower or were you getting thrown? I was a catcher. You were a catcher? <laughs> yeah. They okay. call it a they call it a base. Okay. Trailing. That's the person in the back of the little thing. Did you ever try to do the flips? Yeah, no, I did try. I couldn't do it because I have, I can't balance. Uh you yeah. have to you have to when you most people think that you just stand, but it is exceptionally difficult to balance on one leg when there's just two spurs holding. <laughs> like you're not on even ground during that. Like the, uh, it's like standing on. You know when you're going up the escalator when the the steps just come out where they kind of go like that. Yeah, it's like standing on that, but on one foot, and they're yelling at you and they get mad at you when you don't maintain your foot. <laughs> I'm not. I would never ever judge. I'm not, I could never do, I couldn't do any of it. I couldn't do any of it. It's like the people who are doing the backflips and the thing and the, it's just like, God bless all of them. Uh, I did, I had a brief stint where I tried to be a long jumper too. That was probably my most failed endeavor. I didn't know about this. <laughs> no, I definitely told you about this. I, um. I get high a lot. <laughs> well, I was on my school's track team and uh, certain schools, if you're good enough at track and field, they will play your meets on the local television channel yeah, in Los Angeles. Yeah. And uh, at one point, I was in my senior year of high school and I asked the track coach, hey, can I long jump? <laughs> we don't have anybody long jumping. Can I just give it a shot? And he's like, yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? I'll sign you up for it. Awesome. So I did and I didn't know that. Oh, wait, no, triple jump. It was triple jump because I didn't know there was a particular way you had to triple jump. And uh, I scratched every single one because i was like oh that must have counted right and the ref's like no <laughs> and i remember watching we got the video back from it at our school because they uh taped a bunch of the events and it was like and sriracha from this high school up another scratch <laughs> for sriracha <laughs> i feel like we've both lived similar lives of just like fuck it i'm doing this 
You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and at the end of the track meet, they decided to fucking include me in the, like, at the end of the track uh, season, they would give all of your athletes, because track teams have like 80 people on them, okay. a book with everybody's best time and best score in their events of choice, right? So it'd be like, uh, you, you, they divided it by name, it'd be like, Sarantia ran the 200 meter in two minutes and 50 seconds, and she ran the two mile in, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. Yeah, 20 minutes. <laughs> and the triple jump adjusted. <laughs> because I never once scored a point at triple jump. Why did you include that? I'm going to say, though. <laughs> Just to embarrass me. I'm going to say, though. I'm going like, to say, though. You were a high school triple jumper. I you was. Were. A techni- on the most technical level. Yes, I was. And you know what? We have proof of it. Your yearbook. It's in there. That's true. Congratulations, triple jumper. Thank you. Yeah, I just, look, I just think you're cool. I just think that's cool with the things you're doing. Like, you got to jump before you get to the line, and then you have to jump. Like, you can't jump with one foot. No, no, no. You have to jump from standing, and that's, I think, the part that I could not grasp. <laughs> yeah, there's a classic triple jump form. You got a triple jump, babe. You know who You know who was great at triple jumping? Me, when I would play Mario in the Mario versus Sonic Triple Jump Olympics. I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. Mario and Sonic went to the Olympic Games one year. They, they competed against each other. Is that that game at Dave & Buster's that looks like a treadmill? Yes. What is that? That's the game. Is it just that you jump? That does not sound like Three a fun times. game. Three times. Triple jump, baby. <laughs> That's not a fun game. That's I have exercise. a Dave & Buster's record, probably. I don't know that for <laughs> a fact. In fact, I'm sure I don't. But what if I did? Triple jump. Honey, here's this week's calls to action. We're both becoming lawyers. Gotcha. We're going to Dave and Buster's and we're doing the triple jump. We should film that. I will I do would... it right now. What, what time is it? Four o'clock? It's four o'clock. I'll go to Dave and Buster's because you know what? I'm supposed to be on Twitch tonight at nine. I can be on Twitch live. Welcome to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> triple jumping. I'm. They can't adhere to the real rules of the triple. I don't think I'm. I don't know if I'm ready to face my demon yet. Hey. Look, I'm not here to rush you back into the world of triple jumping. Maybe we can start I, we with a single have, jump. We should have an Asterios Coconut slash Dick Show track meet. <laughs> Love to. It would be me, you, who else? Peach, uh, Dick, Sean, Keon Magagne, who else? Nick Rikita. <laughs> we could all see what events. Love to. We would fa- Kidding me? <laughs> we could each represent a different slice of autism i'll do i'll do great i'll triple jump baby i will triple jump again at the stereos coconuts track field me trip stereos jump canos that's what they'll call me after this triple jump and especially because i just seeded it there now people start to think it's their idea why does the triple jump have to be so complicated (laughs) i guess why can't you just jump three times you gotta because because without rules there'd be anarchy that's true i guess there's got to be rules for everything like you can't just did i ever tell you guys about the time i sprained my ankle at a track and field mate not even doing the hurdles just running it was the most pathetic thing in the entire it wasn't even during the race i sprained my ankle after the immediately after the race wait hold on let me see if i can tie this into michael's question real quick oh, so michael shit. another right. <laughs> another good thing to do is to become a professional athlete you can make money like that anyway tell me about this um so when you're a track and field person you wear these things called spikes i'm talking a lot in this episode you sure you don't want to save this one i'll be honest 
the reason I what I want this show to be is you telling me crazy things. Oh, okay. Well, here's a, the most pathetic story in the history of athleticism. Tell me stuff. <laughs> so you wear these things called spikes, which they're very lightweight shoes and they have grips on them. So you don't fall when you're running and you usually use them for uh, cross country running. So you don't like slip in the mud and mm. kill yourself, fucking kill yourself <laughs> while you're running. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for and some- never post again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, for some reason, I just decided to wear them during a uh, very short race on a track. And as soon as I finished, I crossed the finish line and I step up and my foot gets caught on, there's grates by the end of it. It's little, they're only like this wide, but it's to drain water from the actual track when it rains. Okay. And I stepped in the grate and fell over myself and sprained my fucking ankle. And I had to have my coach carry me to the medical tent. And they were like, oh my God, what happened? Were you, were you doing the hurdles? I was like, nope. <laughs> were, no! you, were you doing the two mile? Nope. Oh, so you must have been... Uh, you must have lost your grip when you were throwing the shot put, right? Like, do you, does it look like I'm throwing shot put? No, bitch. I sprayed it just in the grass. Why are they putting a sluice by the finish line? It's all around the track. It's all around the track. It's like a ring. Do we... I don't know that we need some sort of dangerous grading system encircling our teenage athletes. Like, there's no better way to drain this track than to... Create impassable, dangerous ground. They know you're running on spikes. Yeah. No, you're right. If a politician ran on the platform of removing the grates from the yeah. track, it feels, I would be like, yes, finally. Yeah. Someone I can trust. You know what I'm going to call them? <laughs> not so great. Because they're not. If anything, they're bad. <laughs> you're going to be a great lawyer. <laughs> I see. This is what I'm saying. You gotta. You brand things and then you land things. And when you rhyme... And then you can things. <laughs> exactly! Okay. Let's do another question. Let's do one more question and let's wrap this up. Okay. This is a really tough one. Oh, boy. You've heard this question before, but the audience hasn't. Okay. Hey, Stereos. Big fan of the podcast. My parents found the Guru Hentai I had on my computer <sighs> and haven't mentioned it for three days. I was hoping it wouldn't be this one. Should I mention it? Or is it best to just do and say nothing? And that is from Totally Fucked, age 15. And we have two very different opinions on this one, right? Now, let's not get into the specific kind of porn this guy saw. Because Suraj explained it to me, and it's real bad. It's real bad. Um, Here is my advice. And I and Suraj, I'd love yeah. to hear your advice, too. Uh, don't let me over-talk. Okay. If it had just been like a Playboy or something, if they had just seen, oh, they, oh, it's a Lisa Ann and she's a, a sexy cheerleader, and then they have to, if it had been kind of vanilla normal porn, I'd say don't mention it. But the kind of porn that you watched is so depraved that <sighs> you have to get out in front of this with your parents. You have to tell them that your computer was hacked because every time they look at their adorable baby boy or girl, they're going to imagine. It's a guy. Come on. <laughs> I, girls write to us. That yeah, one did. But girls don't write to us about this. <laughs> okay. All right. Every time they look at their adorable son, they're going to think about that awful porn they saw. You have to get out in front of this. You have to say, I was hacked. 
A school bully emailed me these files. Uh... I accidentally downloaded a video game that I thought was just a video game, but then it took my computer to 4chan, and the hacker known as 4chan put this stuff on my computer. <laughs> the infamous, ah, he strikes again. <laughs> Sriracha, what do you think of that advice? I think it's bad. I think it's not good. Let me tell you why. First of all, this story's not really adding up to me for a couple of reasons. Okay. First of all, how do you know? I want to know how you know that your parents... Found your girl hentai. Did they walk in on you masturbating? Did they? Do you have printouts of it under your bed and then you came home and it was not in the right spot? Do you have something on your computer that tells you when people log in? Do you have your webcam running all the time? And my second question of this is, because I'm sure, I'm sure I have seen more girl hentai than you because I have seen greater than zero <laughs> girl hentai. And a lot of it is not explicitly porn. Girl hentai resides in that weird section of a Venn diagram between porn and not porn, where I think when normies see it immediately, it's like pictures of Taylor Swift's feet. Like if you ever go on Wikifeet, which of course the Wikipedia, Wikipedia? Wikipedia, yes, which is of course the wiki of foot porn, a very very little of the photos that are on Wikifeet. Wikipedia, I would say immediately trigger the porn. Like it's like didn't the Supreme Court definition of porn wasn't it? I know it when I'll see it. Yes. A lot of these pictures are just paparazzi shots of celebrities wearing open-toed shoes. Yeah. Like not much of this strikes me where I would look at it and be like, that's pornography. And girl hentai, a lot of it is in the same realm. Like not in that you would want to open it at work and your boss would see it. But a lot of it just looks like gory artwork. And so I would want to know if your parents, I think it would be bizarre because if I'm a parent and I walk in and I'm cleaning out your dirty socks and I pull out a book with corpses in it, I'm going to immediately put that back and back out of the room. I'm not going to sit there and examine it and find out what it is and figure out if it's pornography or not. Ben, I think the best course of action here is to just say nothing and hope that your parents think you're a weirdo with a budding <laughs> with a budding interest in crime scene dissections or something. All right. Audience, and specifically totally fucked age 15, you have now heard our two suggestions. My line of thinking is get out in front of it and diffuse it through lies. Sriracha's line of thinking is don't make a mess. This might not be a mess. And by bringing this up, you might actually be fucking yourself worse. Exactly. You ever hear the Streisand effect? Yes, I have. You don't call attention to it and nobody notices. But as soon as you say something, swarms, swarms of attention. The, cr the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime. That's and true. this is a crime. Hmm. What you are into. This is a crime. Yes, this is a crime. <laughs> Okay, let me see if I can find one more question. I'm excited. Okay. Oh, I don't know that we've ever talked about this on an episode of, of one of our podcasts. I'm ready. On a recent episode of Asterios Kills a Kid, Sriracha put out a $50 bounty for a guy to put sparkling water, or for anybody, to put sparkling water up their butt. Sriracha has long had a dream to put a bottle of sparkling water up her butt. Because she says it would feel good to have, quote, bubble friends up there, end quote. 
You offered 50 American dollars. I did. You also offered, I offered a copy of my book. You said, no, no, no. Let's give them something good. A signed copy of Maddox's book, yeah. <laughs> a signed copy of the guy who's suing me's book. Signed by you, of course. Signed by me, of course. I'll sign it too if you want. My sure. signature is not worth it. Can't wait to light it on fire and never send it. <laughs> um, someone named Ivan has sent us this message. Ivan writes, I tried the sparkling water thing. You know the horrible sensation of gas coming out your nose if you don't burp after drinking Coke? Same thing. But on the butt, and a lot worse, the bubbles aren't your friends. They are your worst nightmare. Now, this is Ivan, age 18. We have done this question before, or this thing. But, and like I said last time, Ivan, I got a lot of questions for you about these bubble friends, because I'm not ready to give up on my friends quite yet. Like you, people like you, you just abandon your friends when things get rough. Go back to LA. I don't. I don't abandon my bubble friends. So Ivan, we gotta have a chat. You send me an email at porgchatter at protonmail.com. I put this call out last time. I wanna get you this fifty dollars. I just have a couple questions for you. Now I remember you asking about because I think at some point we did get this guy on the phone. Did we? This is what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of our quest for the bubble friends has happened off air <laughs> while we've been high. Yes. <laughs> More than you might remember. Now, I remember you talking to a guy over Discord, and you asked if the bubbles, quote, sting his ring. Oh, that was quote. Von Bolt. That was Von Bolt. <laughs> okay, was that not this guy? No, Von Bolt is not Ivan. Von Bolt told me. Uh, over Twitter that he was not the one that wrote in. Believe it or not, more than one person has, <laughs> greater than one person has put bubbles soda up their ass okay. for us. Okay. Okay. Well, Ivan, the $50 offer is still out there. It's still on the table. You get in touch with us. You email porkchatter at protonmail.com. You can also just DM me on Twitter at Asterios. We would love to get you on an episode of the Loudest Podcast. Yes, please. We're willing to give you the money. We just have a couple of questions. Just got a couple of questions for you, bud. Just got a couple of follow-up questions. I think that's it for the first episode of the Loudest Podcast. I like it. How do you think it went? I re- I honestly really had so much fun. Like, Yeah, man, that flew by. That last hour flew by. Yeah, I- I'm sorry about all the technical problems at the top, but it's just like, it's like w- w- pork chatter or stairs kills a kid or all the podcasts we do together. I kind of see them just as an excuse for us to talk. And specifically for me to hear about the crazy things you've done in your life. Next time I'll bring my smorgasbord of birding. <laughs> yeah, next time we got to play this. this uh, burbs and budgies. Burbs and budgies. Because the thing that people don't understand is that like, Sriracha is a nonstop podcast. She's always inventing a new Dungeons and Dragons game that stars birds. She's always following some new low cow. Like the other day she told me some kid got upset that Sonic the Hedgehog's arms were the wrong color and so he ended up pepper spraying a guy. What you know about this? Chris Chan. Yep. Yeah. I don't know these things. Sriracha knows all this stuff. I want to hear about it. And so, you know, you listen to this show, you'll hear about our lives every week. We're going to do it every Monday. It'll be during the day. So if you're at work, you get something nice to listen to at work. If you're in the UK, you get something nice to listen to when you get home. It's like, oh, we just want to do something nice. Um. Anyway, that's it for the Loudest Podcast. Uh, it will be edited by Zwick. We want to thank Bonitis. And we want to thank his buddy, uh, uh, David. 
I believe was his real name. I forget his fake internet name. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. Look, it'll be... All right, yeah. You're good. More than what, Dave. <laughs> We're good. Anyway, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for watching. And we will talk to you next week. See you next week. <laughs>